We want to continue to understand what it means to be a disciple. And this gospel of these two disciples on the road to Emmaus sheds a very beautiful light on our life of discipleship. These disciples feel like we feel on some days. They were very troubled in their heart because of certain events that had happened. They were confused in their minds on how to understand. And this is the moment when Jesus comes to them, walks with them, and does something for them that they will never forget. This encounter with the risen Christ results in the gift of understanding. They receive the gift of interpreting that which they formerly did not understand to now see it in a different light. They receive the power of the Word of God to open their eyes and see differently. And then the experience of a sacred meal where Jesus, in breaking the bread, is reminding them of the Last Supper when he transformed the Passover meal into the gift of his body and his blood. And they are nourished with this meal which gives them strength, spiritual nourishment to continue to now live the mystery they have come to understand. My dear friends, the way to Emmaus is the way of the church. It is our personal way and for every disciple of Christ. And I'm sure as you heard this reading, many of you thought about the Mass because it is in the Mass where this encounter with the Chrism Christ is repeated Sunday after Sunday. It is here that we open the scriptures. And because of the Holy Spirit that dwells within us, as we are listening, Jesus can open our minds to understand things in your life and in my life that we may have not understood yet. But by listening to God's word, we can bring to our life a new understanding. And then we are nourished by this sacred meal in order to be given strength, encouragement, grace, 
to continue to follow Jesus on our pilgrim way and not to grow weary or to grow faint. How to understand this with regard to our personal lives? I want to share with you an experience that I've shared before, but which will be very helpful to make the connection. When I was in my early to mid-twenties, I was engaged to be married. I wanted to get married too much, which is why I was blind to certain concerns that were obvious in that relationship. God, in his mercy, he let us both know that this would not be a good idea. So we called off the engagement. Now, anyone who has been through an experience like that or similar knows how painful that can be. It was very painful. When I was going through this sorrow and this suffering, the world had nothing to offer me. It had nothing to offer me in, as a way to understand that what I was going through would be good or helpful in any way. And it could not offer to me the strength to persevere in this hard struggle day in and day out. Jesus said, was it not necessary that the Christ should suffer so as to enter into his glory? My dear friends, the resurrection of Jesus does not mean the elimination of all sorrow and suffering. Some of it is taken away through the experience of the power of forgiveness or through the healing of wounds in our hearts. But the resurrection of Jesus does not mean the elimination of sorrow and pain. But now in these experiences, Jesus brings to it something different. First of all, he brings himself. The risen Christ is now present to me in all my struggles, hardships, and trials. And along with that, he brings the gift of a light to understand it that the cross is capable of becoming a tree of life, that suffering can actually give way to glory, that my suffering can bring me to a place of new life, of fruitfulness. And then Jesus brings to me different sacraments and means of grace to continually strengthen me, encourage me, and love me in those moments. Was it not necessary 
that the Christ should suffer in order to enter into his glory. As I began to offer that pain to Jesus, as I began to walk by faith and allow Jesus to walk with me in that trial, I had no idea the good that would come from that cross. But where I found the most help and encouragement during that time was from the Mass and from my Christian community. Because there is where I was getting the constant light to understand that God was with me and to interpret this experience in light of the Paschal mystery of the cross and the resurrection. And this is what gave me the strength to walk through that time. And I'll never forget sometimes even laying on the floor in the shape of a cross and just continually surrendering to Jesus, giving it to Jesus. This cross, this suffering, is what led me to a place of intimacy with God that allowed me to hear the call of Jesus to be a priest. Was it not necessary? It was necessary that I go through this suffering transformed by the risen Christ in order to discover something that God was doing and preparing that I did not see. I am standing here today as a priest because of the sorrow and the suffering of that moment and how the risen Christ was present in it and using it to lead to my vocation. My dear friends, it's for this reason that we never want to miss a single Mass. Because as I said, the world has nothing to offer us in terms of this understanding and getting the strength we need to live this life in Christ. This is why it saddens me that in our country, the amount of time that the average person is soaking in things from TV and radio stations or internet sites on the computer, the amount of time, but those things are not giving this light. It's there, but you have to seek it out on certain stations or certain websites. This is also why, I'll continue to say this, that the perpetual adoration chapel that the Lord is leading us to accomplish is going to be such a blessing for our parish 
that the Eucharistic Lord, the same Lord that walked with these disciples to Emmaus, is going to be perpetually present in this parish to every single person that comes. And what this is going to mean for many of us is one hour less plugged into the computer and one hour more in being plugged into Christ. To be able to come and sit prayerfully in the presence of the Eucharistic Lord. And like these two disciples, Jesus says, what troubles your heart? What's on your mind? And as we sit there in the presence of Jesus to receive light, to understand our life in a new way, and to receive strength, this is going to be an amazing gift. And now we are going to live the second part of this encounter with the risen Christ. Jesus is going to give us the spiritual nourishment that we need to continue to say yes to him this day and the rest of the week. The way to Emmaus is the way of the church and the way of every disciple of Jesus. Amen.